There we go, yes, I know what I played. Two, almost, definitely two of the top three games <coughs> so far this year. Oh. Mm. Oh. So, everything is recording. If we're all ready to go, I shall begin. You played the quiet man. <laughs> oh no, how much of that is going to have to stay in for the intro? Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and craft beer. And no, no one has played The the Quiet Man. Only a very select few people who put their reactions up on the internet for everyone to go and laugh at. I'm Ben and I'm here with Adel. Hey. Hey. And Lucy. Hey. Hey. How are you both? Good. Pretty good. It's um, 1.35pm. That's good. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time is still going. The sun hasn't been destroyed yet. It's good to know. <laughs> I mean, we thought maybe with the confluence of both Trump and Brexit and yeah. May. <laughs> what a it, lovely trio. Yeah, it did feel yeah. like it was going to explode at some point, didn't it? Mm. But we seem to have come through it pretty unscathed. Apart from our NHS, that's gone. Inst- instantly gone. Just, just doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the beers we're drinking, not the NHS we're going to rely on later in life to be able to help us after all of these beers. Lucy, what are you drinking first? I am going to start with a collaboration beer uh, between Wylam and the Yeasty Boys. Ooh. Uh, it's called Southern Hemisphere IPA. No, it's not called that. Oh, it's that actually called WXY4. Mm. W times Y squared. No, not squared. To the power of four. Uh, quadruple. No, that's different, isn't it? Well? <laughs> Still a long day the, in the, the sun. Yeah, it's just to the power of four after yeah, squared the and cubed, but they don't have a term. Mm. Ah, shame. Mr. Doctor. Um, Fault. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what I always found weird? That Americans always say a fourth. Like, what do you say? We say a, a quarter. quarter. Hmm. Oh, we say it depends on the context. We say, oh, we're Canadians. So of course, we say it sometimes one, sometimes the other. <laughs> mm. like it all depends who you're of talking the population to. And this and that. It's like, just say a quarter. Anyway. Yeah, I think we only say a quarter in like money and measurement. Okay. Like a quarter million, but we would say hmm. a, a fourth of hmm. the population. Yeah. Ooh, a measurement. A measurement as in, like, baking, sorry. Baking <laughs> like, day-to-day measurements rather than statistics is what right. I mean. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's say Southern IPA. Southern Hemisphere IPA, sorry. Um, it's a okay. shipper? Yeah, it's a shipper. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, the hops are Nelson Sovin T90, Motor T90, Galaxy T90, and Motorweka T90. So, you know, all the hops from... The upside down world. Um, <laughs> it's seven percent. Um, that's it, really. Yeah. All those awful, awful, super dank hops from Stranger Things just <laughs> coming through there, just like <laughs> on oh, the upside oh, down. How horrible these are. <laughs> the demigorgon. 
Exactly. Just picks yeah. them for you and hands them, hands them to you. <laughs> Adol, what are you drinking first? Coffee. Ah, yes. It's happy. Yeah, I slept really poorly, so I didn't actually emerge from bed until about a half an hour and a half, two hours ago. I was like, I am not ready for booze. <laughs> That's fair enough. So I will pour what I've got. Um, it's a beer from Left Handed Giant. It's called New Best Friend. It is a 6.7% IPA. Nice, easy, white label. A little bit of a nice, nice cow out there. Um, mm. It has got Columbus, Citra, Mosaic, and Nelson Sovar. As the hops, the yeast is WLP002. And other is coriander seed. Ooh. So, coriander seed not with anything else. We'll see how that gets on. Yeah, I had that over the weekend, I believe. Yeah? Mm. yeah. Ooh, okay. I shall disclose no more. We'll return to it <laughs> in a moment. We'll come back to the um, the Wylam Yeasty Boys collaboration, Lucy. Well, it deals generally drinking coffee as his first Yeah. Part. Yeah, sadly. There's nothing wrong with that. It's bitter light beer. Is it out hmm. of a measuring jug? <laughs> it's not. It's out well, of... Um, you've messed up, then. Uh, <laughs> right, and it's even it's even from one of those Casimo machines, because my parents don't drink coffee, so they just have one uh, of those. So it's like freeze-dried, plastic-coated, well, plastic capsule. <laughs> generic. Plastic-enclosed. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, it's tasting um, notes are coffee. Yeah, and there's more tasting notes to coffee than that. Oh yeah, but this particular coffee. There's bitter. There's roasty. There's... Roasty. <laughs> yeah, there's. It's definitely slightly, <laughs> crestingly almost burnt. So if you are in the market for a Tassimo coffee, I would suggest not looking at the Nabob Breakfast Origin Blend or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker, so. Who knows? Yeah, it's, mine's a very pretty beer. Um, it's really cloudy, like completely. You can't see through that at all. Really good looking beer, like it's light, not quite straw, but very, very light yellow. Um, it looks like mango juice, to be honest. Um, mm. Nice, mm. nice. Uh, yeah, about two, two and a half finger white frothy head. Yeah, it's a really good looking beer. Taste wise. Mm. Oh, that's lovely. It reminds me of a cloud water beer, like when they, you know, a few summers ago when they were just coming out with juice bombs after juice yeah. bombs. Right, yeah. It's got that, like, that yeastiness to it. That, that, I wonder what yeast they've used. Probably not going to find out, but, um, yeah, it's got, like, like even a powdery texture to, to the finish. Um, it just sticks on your tongue. But mm. it's. Yeah, it's you know got citrus, got a lot of fruit in there. I'm not surprised with the amount of hops that they put in there. But it's it's quite, it's got a bit of finish, but it's not too bitter. It's quite light at the same time. It's really easy drinking. It doesn't taste seven percent at all. Hmm. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Oh. I really like that. That's um that's that's a cracking beer to be honest. Mm. Very good. Nice, nice. I've seen it in the bottle mm. shop a, a couple of times. Um, and always sort of tempted to to pick it up. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I haven't really. But. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, just looking at it, and at the very start, you think, oh yeah, this is going to be, you know, it's going to be quite thick and heavy just by the appearance of it. But it's, 
it starts that way almost, but then it just has a really, really light, light bit of finish. Mm. So it's nice, mm. and that's why it's just so easy to drink. Nice. And it won't last much longer. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's good. It's yeah, very um, good. Good, good. Mm. I'm. I don't know how I'm feeling about this um, new best mm. friend. Really? Is it, is it not your new best friend? No. Well, it's got a little bit of. I mean, it's you know, it's a nice sort of straw color, a uh, little bit of yellow, yellowy orange. Um, not not hazy, but it's not sort of it's not translucent really. But it doesn't have that kind of that haze to it. It's just a little bit, almost like a, a almost a pure sort of solid, really in color. You don't have that sort of lightness around the edges that you get with a lot of sort of hazy beers. Um, a little bit of a head, slightly carbonated when you sort of sift it back. Had a very light nose, um, and for a, for an IPA, maybe not quite getting a big hit that I was expecting. This feels a bit more like a pale. Mm. Um, mm. It's very very light. It's quite delicate. I'm getting sort of the the, the sort of the tropical flavours coming through. Maybe a little bit of mango. And the, the coriander seed sort of seems to creep in very slightly towards the end when there's this very low, light bitterness. Mm. But it does leave a little bit of a soapy aftertaste, definitely. Um, and it was it coriander leaf or coriander seed? Seeds, yeah. So uh, I know we've, we've talked about this before, about having that, that soapiness when adding coriander into beers. And it definitely feels like it's just got that as, a, as an aftertaste. I don't know whether it's the the coriander, you know, working with the with the fruit that they've or the, with the hops and the the fruity characteristics that they've got, which give it that kind of that slight change in flavour. Because it doesn't start off soapy; it's, it is definitely after that bitterness kicks in, then that sort of that soapiness just starts to to creep in. And I think mm. even when I have another sip, I'm kind of I'm hit with that. That fruitiness first, quite a quick piney bitterness in there, yeah. which slowly then disappears into that soapiness. Um, I will say one of the redeeming things is I have no idea that this is 6.7%. Absolutely none. Yeah. I could very yeah. easily, if I didn't know that this was 6.7% or an IPA, I would think this was 4.55% pale ale, really. Um, I doesn't quite fit the style doesn't quite fit the um, well I say it doesn't fit the alcohol that's a ridiculous term um, you know you can make it sort of as alcoholic as you want really and hide the flavour or hide that, that alcohol very well um, but not quite not quite hitting it for me today yeah I, I thought it was just yeah it was a decent beer it was just middling for me to be honest yeah, um, yeah. yeah down the middle of the road it was alright hmm it was alright. I, I think it, you're much more prone to getting that soapy taste, more more so than me. But um, yeah, I can see why that would put you off because some some beers have definitely had that like soapiness, and I've just been like, nah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Depends I, on the beer. I don't know whether it's. Um, I don't think it puts me off. I think it mm. maybe makes me reach for the glass quicker than I'd like to. It, right. it is a little dry, uh, you know. That I, I want to reach to sort of refresh myself, but I think I'm looking to reach to have that sort of fruit hit and that that 
that little bit of bitterness in there rather than that, mm. that soapiness. It wants me yeah. to pick the beer back up to have. Um, obviously, I, I wouldn't imagine that's intended. Why would you put coriander seed and want your beer to have that, you know, anyone to have sort of like a soapy nature to it? Um, I don't know I'm why surprised. this is something that, that you know, that you yeah. and I, Adel, both kind of pick up quite a lot on on beers really when they've got coriander in or, or, or something added into them yeah. to get that, that nature to them. I mean I, I usually notice it but it, it, I don't I don't get hit by it like it's uh, like oh god this is super soapy. I'm like oh I can see how this has a soapy taste. Yeah. Um, and mostly um, especially if I'm attuned, tuning into it. Mm. I wonder I what it, it probably... actually brings to the beer why they keep on putting it in because people do have that where people really think it tastes very soapy and no other taste to coriander, so I wonder yeah. how much it really enhances a beer while brewers still put it in. Cause who knows? Who knows? Uh, it might Maybe be just the other side of the coriander taste. People who really love it mm. might be getting whatever that note is I don't or know. interaction from it. Because I don't dislike coriander, but I never know mm. what it really brings to a beer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I don't think I've ever had a beer where I've really thought, wow, the coriander is really doing something yeah. here or adding something. But again, it may be that in some examples it's just blended in very, very well. And actually it's very, it's a very nuanced sort of taste, just heightening something else perhaps. Um, I would expect it to, to, to give a little bit of a, a slight kick in with that pininess perhaps um, to come in then and maybe it is coming in then but the the Nelson so on or uh, like the pininess that I'm getting through the um, through the sort of the, the, the bitterness is maybe a little bit more overpowering and the coriander seed is there to kind of back up and it's only after that has started to disappear that that flavour comes through a little bit yeah. more perhaps uh, right. so it's um, I mean yeah as you say Lucy it is a very uh, it's a very middling beer it's fine it's, there's, uh, there's nothing wrong with it and I mean, even that, even that soapy taste isn't super soapy. It's not putting me off the beer at all. You know, I'm not going to chuck this away. I'm, I'm going to drink it. It's enjoyable enough. Um, not quite the level of left-handed giant beers that I've come to expect. I think. Right. Yeah, it was an odd one for me. Like, mm. it, I mean, looks. I mean, even a can looks different. Was it? Is it Slightly, a collaboration? Yes. Uh, or is it just them? I think so. I think it's just left hand a giant. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got a very good pedigree, so. They have Even a middling beer from them is pretty decent. Yeah. By anyone's yeah. And again, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of those that's not going to put me off them whatsoever, as, we're, as mm. we've been saying. It's not a bad beer. Um, it's just kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Good. Mm. Let's jump to you, Adam. We've been chatting about our beers, so we're going to come to you for a little topic first. Maybe games that you've played or things you want to discuss. Oh dear. Um, right. <laughs> well, uh, I don't have beer, but I have two games. Oh. Um, oh my God! This is a record for you. Yeah, I think I think it's just against the laws of the universe for me to have beer and talk about games. Yeah. I can only ever have half this podcast. <laughs> One or the other. Um, I let's start with the one that uh, review forthcoming American Fugitive. <laughs> yes, uh, I've, I've heard about that one. It looks alright. Yeah, it, it looks like um, how to it's survive. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely supposed to pull your nostalgia strings for um, those early pre-GTA 3 GTAs. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I just annoys me with the other reviews that are out there, they're all like, yeah, it's a top-down, just like all those other GTAs, except it's not. It's isometric. Um, which, that's a sticking point <laughs> bit of a difference yeah. there's a slight uh, difference there I think it, it mm. works better with that because you get you see more details to the yeah, world than definitely. just top down uh, and there's only a couple of angles where you're like trying to maneuver a car where because of the fixed angle of the isometric it's exactly the wrong angle to like quickly get around a thing but other mm. than that I think it's universally yeah. better than the top down yeah, it gives the more premise, detail to the world, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the premise is you are a small-time thief, semi-reformed. You clearly have a deadbeat dad. It starts with a phone call in the middle of the night, and your um, your dad's like, come over quick, I need you. And your your partner's like, no, you can't do this, like, not again. And he's like, well, it's an emergency, according to my dad. And you go, and he finds out your dad's dead. And then the cops come, and you get thrown in jail. Oh, and there's a mysterious car that was parked out back. Um, and then uh, you find out that your your buddy slash brother or someone, I can't remember. Your, your first contact in the game says he spotted the car. Uh, and then you're like, oh, I need to break out to find, uh, find this car because the cops don't even believe me that it exists. Then you arrange to be basically put in the infirmary and you escape. And mm. then you go visit your friend and then you start... Messing with those McCoy boys. Uh, it's basically... Um, what I really like about it, it's like a small town, middle America town. And it's not mm. this huge, expansive... Op- it's an open world, obviously, but it's not a huge, expansive map. There's a couple, like, bridges, closed roads and that you have mm-hmm. to unlock later to keep you sort of a little guarded. But everything about it is small. Okay. The crimes you're doing are, like, fuck up some guy's car, take it to the, the you know, salvage yard, um, you know robbing stores etc it's all small because you're in a small town and Mm -hmm. i think that really helps because it's not the biggest most exciting game i think it would have been hurt if you tried to do it in a city right Um, but another thing uh thing that comes along with that is basically what sets it out from a generic gta game is um there's some decision three dialogue there is a narrative it's quite a big part of the game Hmm. um and it there's some narrative choices. I don't know how much they really affect things, but they mm. do affect sort of how a mission starts, for example. And then you literally get like a like a, a head and then a line and a head and a line, sort of like a back and forth dialogue rather than doing cutscenes. Yeah. Again, small developer, pretty nice. Gives you some characterization. Um, then um, the next thing that's sort of unique is uh, you can break into almost any building. You're a small-time thief. You can go and scout out each window to see if anyone's in there and then break in to an unoccupied uh, window. And then Mm -hmm. it sort of gives you a mini-game, which is like the floor plan of the building. And uh, most buildings will have alarms or the cops will be called and it'll be a timer and you can search the rooms, but that'll um, take time. That'll take some time. Mm. Uh, and so you can sort of, sort of when you're down to like 10 seconds left, you better be close to a window and bail. Mm. Otherwise, the cops will surround the building. Sort of a set number of moves. Like yeah, strategy mini game. Yeah. Um, so that's really neat and a really mm. cool way of doing it. Again, not then, having you go. 
go in, yeah you don't have to go inside so it's not like they have to model like all these exactly different, and uh, i think that's what like, again yeah. it's a really good way of dealing with the low resources mm -hmm. that they have it's also a reason why it can be on the switch and all the other platforms because yeah. it's not oh, an intensive okay. game yeah. it's a lot of it, it's just an overlay um but to break it into locked doors you need heavy crowbars to break into windows you need some sort of blunt object they all have limited uses which is kind of annoying because i don't see why a baseball bat would splinter after using it against two windows mm. it's that breath of the wild <laughs> issue yeah, it's just it's just it, they they break a little too easy, and but and because of that, you and you start with sort of a limited inventory, and the take the, it's by weight as well as by um, spots. Can right. you be encumbered, or are you just not allowed to put um, more? No, you just the yeah, like so you could be like trying to get the thing you need for a mission, and then be like you're full, uh, and so then you have to go in the inventory and drop things. Yeah, mm. um, the gunplay has the same problems as. Um, the original GTAs in, in that aiming, sort of in that close to top-down perspective, is kind of loose. Yeah. They make up for it by giving sort of traces on the rounds, so you'll probably yeah. miss your first shot, but then you'll know what you can adapt, which is kind of nice. But again, you end up like ha killing a bunch of guys with guns, and then like I can't carry all this shit, and I have to drop all these things. And there are things that's, that are worth money, which helps you unlock perks. But you can't sell them until like five, six missions in when you unlock the mysterious girl character who will help you <laughs> look for the bad guys and help um, exonerate you from patricide. Uh, um, so it's, 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 it's all right. Um, it's got some jank. Ooh, I mean, it, that seems like a good which, game for jank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which sort of helps the nostalgia with GTA. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But like, so for example, what's nice is like, the rule set of what counts as breaking the law is exactly what would be in a small town. Mm -hmm. You break property in front of people, they may call cops on you. So, like, even though you don't see cops, they'll it'll so sort of do on the uh, in your HUD, like the cops saying this vehicle spotted and like property damage, etc. But also, I um, I sped around a corner and then was about to rear end a cop, so I hit the brakes and then bumped into him. And then nothing happened. And I carried along my way. And then another time, I like nudged uh, like a, a post box, and immediately they turned their um, so a cop off screen. I, mean, I couldn't have seen. Turned their their lights on, and suddenly I was in a chase. If we can't protect and the post like, boxes, who can we protect? At the end yeah. Of the day? yeah. So it's the AI is a little like I said, janky. I, yeah. I kind of like the idea that. You have to be careful, but also if I don't know this thing's on screen, it's kind of unfair and ruins things. Um, and but the the oh, my other big problem is it's too easy to get away from the cops. Okay, like, mm. I um, that's so, a fine balance. I feel in most games. Right. So so the the, the thing is, um, you know, respray shops. Yes. <laughs> what if changing your clothes was a personal respray shop? Mm. And what if there were clothes on on clotheslines and in buildings? Yeah. Or you knock someone out and take their clothes. <laughs> can it be ah. any uh, clothes? Can he wear a dress? You definitely can wear a dress, and That's you definitely brilliant. should wear dresses. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten. So I really like the idea of the mechanic, <laughs> but like a couple of times the cops have been chasing me, and I've literally been like, like it seems like I'm in line of sight, but I take I change my clothes and then they stop. 
and other times they're like clearly not in line of sight mm. but the cop is actively chasing me i switch my clothes and then he rounds the corner and they're like i spotted him in that clothes i'm like well what yeah. but most of the time you can outrun and then no matter how much how much uh like four or five stars whatever you yeah. can just wait in the woods and again you're in a small sort of midwestern colorado town so yeah. there's well, lots with, of woods to hide in with the amount of jank it's good but it's not too punishing because yeah. i found yeah, that but... in like um party hard the first one mm. it's like it was a bit you know hit and miss whether you know the cops would see whether an outfit new outfit would work and whether these people can see around corners and stuff and it used to get like quite frustrating whether it, when you didn't know what happened or why something didn't happen and you know getting seen in party hard is you know it's like just a countdown until the point where yeah. yep this game this this runs over so completely um the the driving does the car does matter to an extent but the sort of fast classic cars are just really unwieldy which really does remind me of original gta jank Mm. um but that also is less fun when hitting a post box might trigger a cop (laughs) (laughs) like so i think that balance there is kind of so, so like you'll get in the cop chases really easily but they're also you could just kind of like go to the like oh there's a couple houses here i'll just jump out and go to the clothesline (laughs) and now i'm free and i'll go walk back to that car Mm -hmm. or steal another car because no one's around this car and the car like it's nice because they'll sometimes they're just chasing the car so if cop doesn't know who you are and you just leave the car you're fine but again it's the balance of these things they sort of sometimes fight each other but um yeah, hmm. it was got it on PS4 from the developer. Um, nice. Kind of wish I had asked for the Switch code just because yeah. uh, I would have been able to put more time in it. And I also kind of was curious how there's a couple spots where it kind of seemed like the frame rate dropped on the PS4. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, so. so I'm curious how robust the Switch is. Yeah. Um, but the narrative is okay. It's definitely the classic game where the narrative doesn't isn't what what keeps yeah. you there but kind of sucks that like progression is pretty tied to it so it's like the narrative progression of gta 4 and a gta 1 2 style game yeah <laughs> yeah that makes sense does it um uh, you haven't mentioned anything about uh the, the the music and i kind of as you were talking about it i was kind of expecting this you know slightly smoking the bandit-esque banjo refrain to kind of it, kick in as you've got the uh, the, the there, yeah chases going on and stuff like that is it a little bit like that yeah, there's definitely interstitial things. It's all like unlicensed music, like mm. or like you know what you want to call it, um, copyright free. There's a term for this. Whatever you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and and it's all vaguely like Podunk Town esque, not too country twangy, but it's got mm. moments. Nice. Um, it's usually the right type of mood. like the mood is matched pretty well. Yeah, That's cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it would be nice if there were like radio show or something. But, um, Bit of Laszlo. yeah, I, I think the biggest problem I have with the narrative is mm. that you're the dude who you broke out, uh, out your friend who saw that car. Um, he's basically his family, your family and the McCoys are like in a, in a feud. And so your first like seven missions for him are like, fuck up something with the mess with the McCoy boys. And you're like, I just escaped prison to try and exonerate myself. And it, oh yeah, that's the other thing. So it's kind of roguelike. It's how so, GTA like, 3 starts. 
<laughs> right. But like you so you can pay money to unlock perks as you like progress and then those stay on. So like you increase inventory, uh you can also do unlocks like when you when you respawn, you will respawn with a new change of clothes. And basically if you die or get arrested, the plot is you if you die, you, you didn't really die, you just got rearrested like you passed out, they arrested you. And then you escaped from jail again. <laughs> just instantly back in that instance, yeah which again sort of ruins yeah. the the like it's already kind of starts with a yeah they don't really guard the infirmary of course they guard the infirmary but sure i escaped prison from the infirmary and then you crawl through a pipe and then you're in town and then it's like oh but every time you die or get arrested no extra charges or whatever because you again the plot is exonerate from the patricide not the repeated Escapes from prison, which would add yeah. to your sentence. Yeah, but we all know the American judicial uh, system. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, if, exactly. If GTA has taught us anything, it's that you can mow down four hundred people and then just pay about oh, two hundred dollars right. and just get out. Yeah. yeah so this is probably my biggest complaint with like the gameplay and the narrative not matching. You're a small-time crook who would never kill someone. You're trying to prove your innocence from murder, and you do that by repeatedly murdering, murdering innocent people yeah. or cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So it's, it's it's just I mean I, I guess the, my problem is like that worked in twenty years ago, but like we've got a lot better at narratives, and mm. like it's much more noticeable in a in a game when the gameplay and narrative don't match, right? Like yeah. this is some people's problem with the Uncharted games is <laughs> he like you have plot points where killing seems to be a big deal, but you also are mowing down people all the time anyway. Mm. And this yeah. is like that to the tenth degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, American fuggative. Does it? Does it know that it's like, you know, is it? Does it ever poke fun of itself? Like, is it very self-aware of the fact that uh, yeah, you, you're proving your innocence by killing people? It doesn't seem to have that oh, right, okay. awareness. Mm. That would. I mean, I only I didn't get too too far into it just because I left the country on my PS4. Um, but uh, yeah, it, most of like the, the humor, etc., is just generic uh, yeah. setting humor and the mm. dialogue trees. Um, oh, what's kind of neat is if you um, if you are in a home invasion and you bump into someone, you if you have like duct tape or rope or whatever, you can bind them. Or if you yeah. have weapons, you can intimidate them. And you've got it tells you the percent chance of keeping them quiet versus. But if you lose the the, the random number roll, you you can threaten them with a gun, and then they they overpower you. You lose the gun, and you're thrown out of the building. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So there's little things like that. I actually really like the the home invasion stuff. I just wish again like a couple. Maybe it was because I was earlier in the game, and there would be the, they had the kid gloves on. But like a couple times, I pushed my luck, and the cops surrounded, and I was like, there was like, it wasn't hard to just immediately. Yeah. Um, and then my biggest complaint is there's a sprint, which is on a like you know like a stamina a bar, or, yeah, stamina yeah. bar, and it runs out really quickly. You can put money into perks for that, but even your sprint speed is barely faster than your regular walk speed, mm. which is depressingly slow. No, which is just like an artificial way of like making things last longer it's like yeah well now yeah. these like n now this chase is just taking a while but i already know that i will yeah. get away mm. okay 
So get on PC and run a mod that uh, ups the speed. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. So uh, good thoughts though. Nice balanced yeah. thoughts on Omega Rhythm Fugitive. It sounds like sounds all right. Just, yeah, it sounds like yeah, you can just I think turn your brain off it. and just go through the go through the motions and still have a decent mm. time. Yeah, it's mm. definitely one of those types of games. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. I know you mentioned you had uh, another game that you've played. I did. Uh, and it's a game that Lucy has played. Ooh. I finished. It's the third game in a spiritual successor series. Is it like fourth? Is it fourth? Oh, yeah, because of the sequel. Tower. One has an actual sequel. No, they had a tower defense game. Did they? Oh, so that's the fifth game? What are we I talking about? <laughs> I think it's. Who knows? Fourth. Oh no, SteamWorld, Tower Defense, SteamWorld, Dig, Dig, then Heist, then Dig Dig 2, Quest. Quest. Isn't that four? Or can I not count today? Tower, Quest, Heist, Dig 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 2. You're very right. That's why you're the doctor and I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like it. I'm only about five or six chapters in. Um, It's a... It's a uh, what is it? It's uh, a two so D side scrolling card based RPG. Action RPG. Turn based RPG ish. Turn based RPG, yeah. Uh, except, yeah. Mm. So basically, you're in basically platformy like Double Dragon style levels that yeah. are. You can think of them as rooms, and then they'll have different exit points, and that'll take you to another one. So okay. you can like break weeds to get money and approach enemies to try and get the drop on them by hitting them first with your attack mm. you know dodging and stuff if they see you they'll charge you that's like the the generic movement throughout the game that's where most of the plot happens and then you go into the actual fight mm-hmm. um which is you have three three there's only four characters total in the game right uh there are i think there's five I think there's five. Oh, five. Okay. Yeah, you meet some more later down the line, but um, you start with two, been... and then you're and playing then you... through three for the rest of the, with three for the rest of the game, and you can rotate your squad. Yeah, and so you have a generic. You start with like a, a, a mage and a warrior, basically. Yeah. And then you get this sort of interesting hybrid of a tank and healer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the weird foxy guy. <laughs> the weird fox to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is that <laughs> me classical with RPGs. Um, I only start with those first three characters. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- this has like really good quality of life uh, RPG mechanics, where it's like, oh, we will even if your you know your other characters don't fight or anything, they'll still level um, and, ha- mm. and gain XP. Uh, you know, comparative to to the other ones who you are actively using, so that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just never, just never use. <laughs> so, so basically, the 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 way the fight system works is uh, it's card based. You draw what five cards, four cards. I, it's. Yeah. Must be I can't. Five, I, I can't six. remember. It's, it's been yeah. like two, three weeks. Like, yeah. how am I meant <laughs> you to? Draw him, you draw a hand, <laughs> and then you you can basically, you know, you, your deck is essentially. Eight cards per character of mm-hmm. your three active characters, and some of them will be just generic attacks or buffs mm-hmm. that will also give you a gear. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> and then um, basically you have a like what is like ten possible gear spots. Um, and the um, so other cards cost gears. Yes. Zero to four, I think, is the max I've seen, but maybe they go higher. Uh, I think four is the max, yeah. if I can remember right. But, but um, yeah. And so basically you're doing things like you can do some things that are like hit really it costs a gear it hits really hard and does a debuff to an element and then that way a spell element will do you know more damage mm. um, if you just expose them to fire um, it, if you use you get three cards per turn yeah um, and if they're the three of the same character then that that character's weapon has a bonus effect yep so like the mage's starting weapon I think is basically um, if you do three spells in a row, then everyone gets a bit of a, like a mana bubble, basically. Yeah, um, and you can change uh, the further you go on when you upgrade their weapons. You can change what that um, like fourth attack is as well. So, as you say, it can be that healing uh, potion for all characters. I think um, if you upgrade a weapon, it can do like I don't know a blizzard or something like that on yeah on the opposite opposing team. So. Yeah, there's a lot of variety to the combat, um, which I, w I guess I was expecting because it is image and form. They're very good at what they do, but um, it was very approachable still. Like, I don't play many RPGs, as you two both well know, and even fewer card games, and yet I felt like I had a grasp on the on the mechanics. Mm, so that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of like interesting optimization you can do. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I I've been playing around with a bunch with my deck, and it's okay. But the last fight I had, I had two moments where um, I just couldn't play cards, even though I had like yeah, blocks, yeah, because I, I didn't I have anything to generate times. gears and only had gear cards. Mm. Um, and obviously that's going to happen. Uh, you know, it, it happens once or twice, yeah. But overall, yeah. I think um, it's I wouldn't say it's an easy game, but it's 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 really manageable for, for like beginners and people who are not used to the genre. Yeah. Like I only died like a handful of times, if that, mm. like two, three times. Yeah, uh, what I like is, um, again, as Lucy said, quality of life stuff. Um, I, so I've had one of my characters die in a fight, the other two finished off the fight, and then that is, you're automatically, your last character gets all the XP and is automatically mm -hmm. back with one health, and then yeah. you can just use a couple potions or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, but, can use yeah, potions uh, in and out, in and out of battle. So. Yeah, I mean, so like a sort of standard JRPG mode, but mm -hmm. with things like global regen and stuff as, as possible cards, like you can get a, you can make it so it's really tough to not finish with almost max health with everyone. If you yeah. tweak your deck the right way, the fights might be longer, but then, like until you hit a boss character, you just don't ever have to worry about stuff. Save points are interesting because they respawn all enemies it's a nice little balancing thing oh, that's nice just save scam mm -hmm. mm. um but because of that i've occasionally been like well i don't know what's in this next room so i won't save and then it turns out it's the boss fight <laughs> always, always save yeah always i learned save, that yeah. twice two bosses i did that on i'm like okay yeah. fine fuck it yeah. i don't care I'll, i'm assuming they put these things in the right place that i should <laughs> want yeah. Max health. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. The, that, the first time I died was because I walked in at like three quarters health into a big yeah. boss fight and was like, oh, I, I was just, damn it. Yeah. And another thing that um, some people might find good, other people might not like it, but um, you can grind for XP and level up, but 
as soon as you hit a level where it's like, okay, you're just literally going to steamroll the next boss, we don't want that, so we're literally just going to put a cap on, like, the XP. If you, like, still kill enemies, you're getting, like, minuscule amounts of XP. Really? Or, or and nothing. it's just, like, it, or, or actually nothing. I usually see, like, oh, it's, like, plus one XP when the next level's, like, 10,000 points oh, away so, or something So like. after, like, the fourth chapter, I went back to yeah. the first chapter to... Because mm. I missed a chest somewhere, and then yeah. I was getting nothing from the first All right, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's a way to signpost. It's like, no, look, we, we don't want this game to be... You just breeze through it, you know, yeah. grind yeah, you for, can... like, 11 hours and then just steamroll everybody. We've made it so it's manageable enough where you're having to use a bit of strategy, but you're not going to die 100 times in a row. Yeah. But at the same time... We want a bit of challenge for you, so I thought yeah. that was really, really, really good. Nice. nice yeah, plan. and like I guess the one thing you could do is grind for money to buy craft and crafting yeah. materials. To so basically, the way upgrading works is there's a mysterious caravan lady, robot, <laughs> robot lady, um, who just shows up in each chapter at a different location, and mm. you can walk in, and you can either buy accessories, two slots, just like in normal RPGs. Uh, new weapons, which again will do that, um, give you a different um, bonus hit if you do three in a row. Um, or you can craft cards. Some mm, battles yeah. will give you cards as rewards, but most of the time your new and, cards and are going to be. Yeah, yeah sorry, chess, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time your new cards are going to be going to this lady and crafting them, which is mm -hmm. nice because basically each time you endure, encounter her, another card for each almost. Almost always, another card for each character will be sort of be available. Yeah. Um, and then you can just um, so you can sort of pre-plan like, oh, okay, I might craft this next time because I know that's yeah. there. And then and usually uh, they come yeah. in synergistic pairs. And you can upgrade cards and um, yeah, classical RPG like there's different enemies that you know respond to different um, different attacks. Like some might be you've got a whole like bestiary that you can look through like grimoire kind of thing just look at like each enemy's like you know um you strengths and weaknesses in the battle which i only found yeah. out a couple chapters in if you yeah it's really the useful <laughs> plus card you immediately yeah. get a sub menu where you yeah. go use the magnifying glass and it'll tell you what this beast's um mm -hmm. weak or strong to yeah um, so, which really helps so you can rotate in your deck of eight like okay this this level is going to be Filled primarily with enemies who, uh, you know, are very weak against uh, ice attacks. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to load all my characters with, like, ice attacks. So, or at least, like, the mages. And, um... and then the boss is a big iceberg. <laughs> just the like, three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, like, it, it sounds like they've, um, they've made a really competent kind of RPG, but... Uh, you know, thrown in this sort of this 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 card-based system as well, but at least from kind of what you're saying, have kept that that Steam World kind of aesthetic to it. That, yeah, that it can be very easily recognisable as a Steam World game and, and tie in. You know, I know that it's like a Steam World as a, a like a universe or a galaxy at least, <laughs> and different planets have different kind of um, you know yeah, various really robot kind of civilizations yeah. that have got to various points that you know. A, a fantasy RPG is kind of you know very feasible in that sort of um, in that sort of sense, but it, it sounds like they've been able to kind of work in the idea of having something 
or at least a completely different kind of genre while still keeping that steam world vibe yeah. to it Folly, it's got that like same charm and you know all the robot <laughs> clanking yeah, and talking i'm not i wasn't i didn't care about the story it was almost to the point okay. where it's like i'm just skipping through dialogue at this point yeah um but I've never come to those games with a story. It's always been about the <laughs> gameplay, which yeah. is always fantastic. And yeah, it's it, it's it's a game that you know on paper I would never like, but it's because it's from Image and Form War. It's like I will try whatever those guys put out. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like turn-based uh, strategy games. So and yet I played Heist and Quest, and I really yeah. like both of them. And then. You know, a reasonable person would be like, Lucy, maybe you like these games. And I'll tell them, no, shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, Adol, you got any final thoughts on SteamWorld Quest? Um, no, except to say that, it, that it's the reason why I didn't end up starting um, or going back to Octopath while I've been traveling. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've sort of picked it up. I, I play it in really short bursts. Sometimes it's just a fight or two. I really mm-hmm. like that um, it's really digestible because of the uh, because it's these like so I mean there's no random battles like you literally when you phase into one of these sort of platform rooms you can see the enemies and like I said you can try and get to them before they spot you and hit them with an attack to get sort of a bit of a timing bonus yeah um, but uh, other than that yeah, the the one thing that's sort of a little weird is it might show you like two of the bomb characters on the screen mm. and then yeah. when the fight starts two random other guys join them and you're like okay mm. this is it's sort of weird yeah, because I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah it just it, it, it we, it's weirdly disconnecting because it's sort of the, seems like it's showing you the whole world but actually it's yeah and it's and it's not like it's like a mm. uh, you know so old where they could only show like one sprite it's like mm. okay you could easily show all the things that's going to be in this but oh, I never actually thought of that but yeah. it it was never a um it's never too much of a. I never actually. If I didn't think about it, it wasn't at all a yeah. you know, distraction yeah, yeah. or disadvantage for me. It, it's it's yeah. I don't yeah. think it's a huge knock. It just was a little. Yeah. You know, it takes you back a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to plan ahead and think, oh yeah, I should have these cards in my deck because these characters are going to be there. Then yeah, I can see that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably why they that that's not all obvious because then you could really mm. just quickly hit pause, to jump in the menu, swap your deck out. Yeah. Um, mm. As far as I know, there isn't a way of doing loadouts. Sort of like, this could be my fire deck. This could be my ice no. deck. No. Which is kind of annoying, but also means that I end up trying. I, I don't yeah. really change my decks yeah. too much, but when I do, I'm try, I'm like, oh, well, I might as well try this other card anyways, rather than finding a deck that's reasonably good and just plowing mm. through. I think up to like the last couple of chapters, because I think there's 19 in total. I think up to maybe like chapter 14 i was you know rotating in and out of cards but yeah yeah i found my my build like towards the end it's like yeah i'm gonna stick with this um nice. but yeah I, f- I found out while well, i was switching cards way more than i was switching characters because i didn't use the other two i mean i was yeah. curious about them but i was just like no i got i got my well, I pikachu and he's clearly useless <laughs> and i should have ditched him a long time ago but yeah well, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a well-balanced party to start you off. It makes sense, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Good. Whereas Pichu is absolute ass. <laughs> Apart from against <laughs> Misty, and that's it. Great against Misty. Um, Rubbish against yeah. Starmie. 
Yeah. Uh, if, mm. if you're looking for a, a nice, easygoing, uh, satisfying RPG or sort of unique um, aesthetic uh, game, I think this fits both bills. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So. And like Lucy said, the, the narrative is there's some bad robots that are the void and they kidnapped all of the heroes from the heroes yeah. guild and you're the misfits and then you find mm. other people. Doesn't really matter. Um, I still read it all, <laughs> but like five chapters in, very <laughs> little plot has happened. Like, so yeah, yeah, good, good. Right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. open another beer. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm going you're, to. You're just drink this now. Cold coffee. Mmm, cold Tasty. coffee. The best kind of coffee. Um, I'm going to open, hopefully, what I think is the best beer ever. Um, <gasps> that's always the hope every time you open yeah, it. But <laughs> I am drinking the, um, I think, the much lauded collaboration between North Brewing Company and Other Half. Um, it's a double IPA. It's 8.3%. I don't know whether this beer has a name. It just says D-I-P-A with Other Half. Is it not one of their patrons or is it just no no it's north north brewing company oh north sorry i thought you said northern monk all right this one north brewing Mm. company with other half and that is that is all i'm getting Um, just dipper exactly um they don't give me anything the ingredients are water barley oats hops and yeast so i'm getting nothing from this Sounds so, like a beer, you know. Check that. <laughs> As the ingredients. <laughs> it may not be the best one ever, but it sounds like it's going to be a beer. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking a beer from Verdant, um, and it's called Wow. Don't know if you can really see Ooh. that. Um, uh, it's six point two percent, and oh, it's called Wow Signal. Um, Is it the IPA or the pale? It's just the IPA. Okay, so I had this a few mm. weeks ago, mm. and again, as you as you did with my with my first beer, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it there. I'll okay. Wait, I'll wait. <laughs> um, it's got uh, let's have a look. Best ale, golden promise, German pills, rye malt, premium Cara, uh, Magnum, Chinook, Centennial, Citra hops. I think. Oh, does this mean that the brewer's Joshua Wardman? That's nice if they put no, that that's on the, there. No, that's the yeast. <laughs> that's the name of a yeast? Mm. Really? I, w- I want a yeast named after me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh, not sure you do. <laughs> Be a good one that's in all the beers. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. The wow signal was a strong narrowband radio signal received on August 15th, 1977 by Ohio State University's Big Ear Radio Telescope in the United States. Then used to support the search for extra intelligence. Okay. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Is this like some, you know, I don't know anything about Ohio State University. It's like, oh, search for ET. I'm like, cool, whatever. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. They do have some crazy I think ideas. I, I had this on an episode with, uh, with you, Adol, and Adam. So if a couple of weeks ago. Mm. So we'll see what you think about it, Lucy. Um, so, this North Brewing Company, and other half, double IPA, it is sort of pure, pure juice. Uh, looking at it, it has that yellowy orange colour. It's so, mm. so thick. 
or at least it looks so super thick. It's got a nice, nice light sort of very fluffy head to it. It's got a lovely smell. Very sort of uh, just a sweet tropical sort of smell to it. Mm -hmm. mm. And that flavour doesn't give you that big juice bomb that you're kind of looking at in the smell mm -hmm. and in the flavour. There is a little, a little sweet, almost kind of maybe caramelly kind of malt going on in there as well, creeping in. It's not that mm. big hoppy double IPO is expecting. The malts are are very present, which is really interesting. Um, might be that light sweetness I'm getting off the nose perhaps, but it kind of, it starts off with that, with that fruitiness, but almost a little stewed kind of fruitiness, almost a little kind of alcoholy, just to begin. Right. And then that, that sort of that multi uh, that caramelly kind of multi essence seeps in very slightly and nice. as you're as you're kind of having those 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 fruits at the beginning you expect this bitterness to kind of come in but hmm. it doesn't really ever appear but you're kind of waiting and waiting and the malts kind of kick anything in this there's, there's there is a bitterness here somewhere mm -hmm. it doesn't actually come in from anywhere And it's kind of it's odd because it's that that after the malts, it's kind of the combination of that that fruit and that malts that sort of stick around with you. Mm -hmm. And those fruits, it's really hard to, to pick out what those fruits are as well. Um, it's kind of it is tropical. It's got a little bit of citrus in there, but whether that's maybe more of a a combination of something like um, like pineapple and orange, or maybe a little bit of a little bit of mango in there and pineapple, something like that. Yeah. You know, it's ranging around those something that's got a, a, a slight bit of sweetness to it, which is then contributing in towards the malt as well, um, and a, a slightly slightly dried kind of slightly bitter um, fruit that's in there as well. Um, that's just kind of almost sucking away quite a lot um, right. hmm. this is another beer I'm not that taken with <laughs> yeah and it's, it's, it's an odd it's week it's a strange really one yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's very the strange nose, the nose doesn't yeah. give any of that away any of that I mean it, it, the more I, I mean the, the, the nose and the flavour are going to start to merge together the more I've been drinking it sort of thing but the mm -hmm. nose is giving that that light tropical kind of note to it and maybe just a, uh, just that hint of sweetness in there as well mm -hmm. but I think almost as soon as you drink it it's kind of those slightly stewed fruits stewed tropical fruits um, but yeah, yeah <laughs> odd really odd I don't know about mm. this I don't know you it tastes like, it like it's like a bit of fermented cider scrumpy Almost. Almost. It, yeah. it is getting towards that level, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That okay. you're kind of. We are, you know, even though the, it's north and it's other half, mm -hmm. we are getting into the realms of, you know, you come along and you have this very 
you can have a double IPA and it's a big juice bomb and you've got that. And if you go to cider, you have that nice crisp, refreshing mm-hmm. kind of cider that you can pick up really crisp out of the bottle. And then you go to Old Rosie or something <laughs> like that. And it is just pure murk. Yeah. And it is it is just it is just sort of soupy and syrupy. Mm-hmm. And this kind of is is to double IPAs as old Rosie is to cider almost. It has mm-hmm. that sort of slight viscous element to it. It's a little bit soupy, it's a little bit mm-hmm. stewy. It's kind of it's not giving me a bitterness, it's not giving me a it's not giving me a beeriness yeah. that I would sort of think I was getting from a double IPA that maybe wasn't as um wasn't as uh, as fruity as the sort of the juice bomb level of IPA. Mm. It, it's kind of it's almost as if sort of you've got juice bombs and then you've got dank double IPAs, and this is mm. kind of ranging more towards that sort of that dankness, but it doesn't give you that hoppy dankness quite yet. There's something mm. just just missing from giving you that sort of that dank hoppy double IPA element to it. Um, so yeah. I should drink more, and I should yeah. investigate. See so if uh, it grows on you. Yeah. Yes, yes, Lucy. Yeah. Wow, signal. Wow, wow, signal. Yeah, when I picked this up um, from the Wolf, uh, good friends at the Wolf, uh, you know, guys in there were like, "It's it's very different to any other verdant beer." So I, I had my mm-hmm. tempers, uh, my expectations, tempers. Um, yeah. They were like the same. It's very malty. And yeah, it's definitely more on the multi side than it is um, because they usually just have like juice bombs. Like when you think of Bloom and Pulp and all that, those yeah. beers, it's just like full on, you know, IPA juice bombs. But um, this is this is much different. Like even in just like look, um, yes. But usually their beers are like straw coloured. Um, this is yeah very murky, but it's like a light, light amber, dark orange um, colour. Nice bit of head, about one finger head, but yeah, it's definitely malt forward, but mm. it's not, because it, I've had so many beers where it's like, oh yeah, we're an IPA, but it's like, no, you're just putting in a, you know, a mega shit ton of worth of um, malt in it, and it's just, you're just getting too much malt, and it just becomes, oh, this is all like, all too sweet and too caramel. It's like there's not much else going on. You're not getting that bitterness. You just, it's just a bit too sweet. Yeah. Um, whereas this, it, it does definitely has that sweetness from the malt, but it feels like it's paired back. It's very, it's very light. I mean, I mean the other beer that I was drinking before, um, it still had that like slight viscosity, whereas mm. this feels very watery. Not watery in a bad sense, but watery in like. Oh, that those malts are not just it's not the overpowering thing. It is what I'm still tasting now, but it's not like oh yeah, this is very thick and syrupy and very sweet and caramel. It's like it's very thin in body, so it's just like it, the malts just gets washed over. Yeah. Not to the point where you can't taste them anymore, but to the point where it's not overpoweringly so mm-hmm. because you're not getting a lot of fruit. It is mainly just caramel, but it's not to the extent where it's overpowering at all. Sure. It, it tastes like a light, fluffy gingerbread. Mm. <laughs> um, so, I think my can mm. was not um, was not very good. Mm. 
Um, and it wasn't anything to do with an avertant expectation. It wasn't anything to do with um, a style kind of expectation. Uh, I remember it being very, very um, sort of sicky in taste. Oh, really? Yeah, and definitely I I don't think what they were, even with the style and what they're looking to do, I don't think that what I experienced from it was was right i really want to try another can mm-hmm. to 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 you know to sort of see if it was just my palate being like no no yeah oh no, there's something wrong here. or if the can i had which i think it is there was something there was an issue with which i hope okay yeah i mean as i said my expectations were tempered um but it's i i can see where maybe like I, as you say, we don't know if there's something wrong with the, that particular can, but it's definitely got that like orange taste to it, like that. Yeah. Mm. You know that like tangerine taste to it, and mm. and like just thinking about it, just drinking it, it's like I don't know if it's probably the yeast that they've used, but um, it's like oh yeah, those verdant like roots are in there. It's like oh yeah, it's bringing me back to like drinking bloom and pork and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like yeah. this still tastes like a verdant, but it's just not what you'd think would come from them. If you thought very long and hard about it, you'd be like, yeah, that's, that tastes like a burnt beer, but yeah, in look, appearance, mm. you know, malt forward, it's not really their style. They're usually like tons of hops, tons of fruit, whereas yeah. this is just mm. like sweet, malty caramel orange. But mm. it's not... <laughs> it's like I've had so many beers where it's just like, oh, we've made an IPA and it's all just malt. You know, understandably so, like hops are expensive. But you know, it's just like malt and nothing else, and it's like <laughs> like some yeah. But th- th- this is not that for me. Yeah, it's, yeah, completely, mm. completely. And I mean, I I even emailed Verdant and said, hey mm. guys, this is this is what I've experienced with this beer, and um, the the I can I can't remember the fellow's name, but the head brewer mm-hmm. emailed me back and said, hey, this doesn't actually um, you know what you've described isn't what we experience with this beer and it's not mm. what we um you know even with the kind of the the feedback that we've been getting from people yeah. saying this isn't a burden beer blah, 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 doesn't it wasn't Got the same back. as the feedback that they've yeah. kind of been getting back so maybe a little bit who, diacetol you know, yeah to, uh, well it, yeah, who knows about, who yeah. knows what may have been an an issue mm. um I, I even remember sort of um commenting on the episode mm-hmm. saying that I'd seen a little bit of negative um, a little bit of negativity surrounding the beer and mm-hmm. um, and you know I, I, I would I hope that that would never cloud my judgement of sort of, of, of what I'm tasting mm-hmm. so I would really like to have another one yeah I think, it, I think it's worth it because like you know I've had those kinds of beers where it's like it's just like syrup, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah. like all caramel. Whereas this is not it purely because, as I say, it's got that watery texture and it's it mm. just washes over like that. Any any kind of like real strength that malt that malt forward yeah. you know kind of beer would bring to it. So you know, it's, it's decent and enjoying it. It's going down nice. well. Yeah. <laughs> So let's move on. We haven't got long left this evening. So Lucy, mm. jump to, you to talk about yeah. your topic, your games that you've been playing. I'll in that case I'll leave Void Dasses till next week because um, okay. that's fine. I haven't finished it yet. I am enjoying it. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's one that is worth going in depth a little bit more next sure. week. Uh, I'll just run quickly down the games that I've been playing since I was last on. The, the, the hundreds of lists. <laughs> it's only a few. And then I'll um, dig into the weeds on just one other game, I think. Um, since we're talking about Steam Quest, I did want to bring that up, so that's good we're talking about that. Um, I'm just going through the Castlevania um, games mm. I've, I played, because I don't know the names of the Game Boy ones. Castlevania The Adventure and Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge. Um, yeah, if, for anyone who likes the look of the collection, um, I was just hesitant because it is Konami. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, in the year of our Lord 2019, they put out a decent um, like collection. Uh, it's You could say it's... I wouldn't say it's bare bones. Um, there's eight games in it. It's not all the Castlevania, 2D Castlevania games, but it's a start. Um, can't be bothered to rattle them off here, but um, Kid Dracula, the first time that we're getting it mm. over here, um, and it's mm. been localized. I started that one. It's very, it's like a cutesy, chibi-looking Dracula, and it controls well. But it's not the Castlevania I know. You know, it's yeah, got like yeah. it's just very light-hearted. I like well, demonic imagery. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like weird. Yeah weird like church choir guitars in the background yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. But has um, got some, is is the collection got bloodlines on? Yes. No, that's one of the it has. Okay. It's one of that's the games that's, move to that's, next, that's yeah. coming out on the Mega Drive mini oh, retro okay, cool. consoles. Nice. You mean the, the Genesis mini? Is that what nah. <laughs> Yeah. That's just a tiny um, Phil Collins. <laughs> See but if it if it's a Mega Drive mini, doesn't that just make it a drive? <laughs> yeah. That is, you have a good point there. Yeah, it just cancels each other out, doesn't it? So America get a mini Funko Phil Collins and we just get a drive. Yeah. Someone comes and lays a new patty, you know, new load of fucking brickwork out the front of your house that you can park your I car. I was thinking um English is What's absurd. his name? Ryan Ryan Gosling. Yeah, just he he delivers every single <laughs> Of the uh, <laughs> console to your front door in a I leather mean, jacket. They, 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 <laughs> would, they would make money you, at a hundred times the price. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a good collection. You've got save states, so I've been save scumming the hell out of those games. Um, <laughs> it's only got one save state, so. For the whole you know, No, no, for each game. Okay, so it's like, like I, I've played these games enough not to, like, you know, soft lock myself out the game. It's like, yeah, yeah. I know when, it, like, if there's an auto scrolling level, I'm not going to save until <laughs> that level's done because there's always some new bullshit around every single corner in those <laughs> games. Um, Dracula's still impossible in every single game. Um, so, yeah, save scum in them. Probably move on to Bloodlines next. Yeah, it's a good collection. Mm. You can change the filters on each game and sometimes. You know, like for certain filters look better on certain games. Like I've been playing the, like the pixel perfect, like how it used to look on like the Game Boy with the Game Boy games. Oh, okay. It just it, I it runs better. Yeah, like yeah. Alucard is wearing cat ears. <laughs> yes, makes Dracula less. Like, uh, why would you use these filters? And... I thought you didn't like the chibi version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a good collection. Um, I, I, I'm looking to pick up the Contra one now because I've got mm. good faith in mm. that. Uh, after playing this, what else have I played? I played Gatto Roboto 
the oh yes, you both played that, thing, yeah? Yes. Mm. Ben, well, that uh, wasn't I, the game you wanted to talk about, was it? It was or? one of the games I was going to talk okay, about. Okay, well, yeah. I'll, I'll save that then. Um, no, so why, don't, why, don't, why don't you talk about it now, mate? Why don't you talk about it at the yeah, end of your on. list, and it'll segue into Ben's chunk. We'll talk about in Ben's chunk, because okay. it's a game that I really want to talk about. All oh, right, no, talk about, I just oh, talk about the game you really want yeah. to talk about. Yeah. I own that game because I got it for free on an online Facebook group quiz, but I don't have a yes. PC, so I can't play it. Yes. You can play it. Oh, or do you I don't have a PC. It's not playable <laughs> on the Mac. It can. That game can run on a Nokia. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm just saying the copy I have. <laughs> yeah. It's when I click on it in Steam, okay. it says invalid platform. Please go to hell. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, just uh, running down a few more quickly. I played part-time UFO on iOS. It's on sale now. It's from How Laboratory Made Box Boy and mm. Uh, mm. Kirby. It's a uh, little claw machine thing, and you have to balance things on top of each other. That's cool. Um, oh, Kids, which is a game from a company called Playables, published by Double Fine. It's like some weird okay. artsy interactive. Like black and white vignettes game, which I think he's talking about social conformity, but it, it leaves everything up to your imagination because it's very oh. abstract. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's very weird. It's about half an hour long. Picked it up for like a pound thirty-eight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Those games are weird. <laughs> it's like something you'd see at a museum. You just think... double fine seem to have this way of of, of publishing. Like they make games, but they also publish a lot of games, which just don't seem like they'd ever be picked up by anyone else to ever Agreed, publish. Yeah, yeah I love they, that. They, they, they just seem to have this very sort of artsy look on things and to, to pick out these games that they're like, yeah, this this does something completely different that we've never <laughs> thought about before. Yeah, They made a previous game called Plug and Play, and that was weird as well. But mm. yeah, it's like something that you'd see in a museum and you just go and click on it and it's like, this is weird and a bit gross and intriguing. <laughs> Like these human Pillsbury Doughboy people just running around and flopping about and nice. going through birth canals and stuff. But um, <laughs> <laughs> last game I quickly want to talk about is I, uh, on a whim, purchased uh, The Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds on the 3DS. Oh, it's great! It's great! It's great! It's, it's yeah. really good. It's better than Breath of the Wild. <laughs> by a long shot, but um, hard is it? you're turning into an RPG player. <laughs> That's not an RPG. Because oh, the fi- all the fighting is you just slash, you sword, you slash, slash. It's actually got good combat. It's, you know, do, it's two D top do, down. Do, it's like yeah, it's called an slash, RPG. But it's not an RPG. It, it totally is. It's not because you it get is. the items in different ways, and you don't have to grind or anything like that. You just collect <laughs> rupees. It's not an RPG. Come on. Grinding isn't exclusive That's not a defining <laughs> characteristic of an RPG. Is. I, I <laughs> it definitely think is. I've never Lucy seen Zelda as an RPG, though. Like, I well, never... They are. So I think the problem is when Lucy says RPG, she really means JRPG. No, because I don't like RP- Western RPGs either. Like um, Zelda. You definitely. The last two Zelda games you've tried, you definitely <laughs> not like it. They're no, Western I, I, style I though, like they're like they're not JRPG style, right? Like 
I don't know. I've just ne I've always thought of them as like adventure games. Like I've never thought of them as like RPGs. Maybe I mean this is just a very like stupid nebulous yeah, kind I mean, of genre yeah. anyway. But it's like I've just never seen. I'm them glad as that, 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 that this you like and enjoy and are trying these type of games. Um, also, yeah. you mm -hmm. need to play Link to the Past. You just need mm. to. I I I started Link to the Past because this is like kind of a not a retelling, but like. It's like yeah. a semi-sequel to Link to the Past, yeah. which I had no idea about. But um, yeah, I, I think Link to the Past is phenomenal, but I just haven't finished it, you know, because yeah. I'm waiting for it to come to Switch. Because <laughs> I've got it on 3DS, it's just... I why don't know why I just don't play... Yeah, yeah you'll like, have to pay I another play £8, it. but it will. I, I should, yeah. yeah, but I should just play it on 3DS, but um, I just hate 3DS because it's so blooming small. <laughs> Even the XL, you know, it's just so small. My hands, you know, the, they're numb after 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is really, 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 really good game. Like, mm. it makes Breath of the Wild's dungeon seem even worse in comparison. Because it's like, I did not like those dungeons in Breath of the Wild. And yeah, they're, they're even worse now in retrospect. Because yeah, Link Between Worlds, it's got great art, great music, great... You know, great little puzzle box dungeons. Mm -hmm. I liked the story. Combat's good, albeit very simple. And yeah, it just does everything better than Breath of the Wild does, apart from exploration. And the art style right. in Breath of the Wild's phenomenal as well. Yeah. Breath of the Wild does exploration better than probably any other game out there, but mm. yeah, <laughs> everything true. else, it falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. It does, yeah. <laughs> Those weapons, falls apart. yeah, the master sword even splinters. Yeah, I, I still love Breath of the Wild though, regardless. But it is flawed in many ways. But the game that I want to talk about, that go on the rant about Breath of the Wild, is a game called Astrologaster. Okay. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, it's really good, Adil. I think you'd really enjoy it. I think you'd it's, really it's enjoy like it. It's like less gameplay, more hilarious narrative. Yeah, it's it's not gamey at all. It's like it's it's just more interactive. I guess you could call it a visual novel. Um, it's set in sixteen. It's on. I think it's on. Yes, it's on PC. It's on iOS for sure. Not sure about Android. Sorry. Um, but it's a game that's set in the sixteen hundreds. No, 1500s, going up to, um, through the early 1600s. Um, it starts uh, when the uh, uh, the bubonic plague hit England, and most of the doctors fleed the country. Well, not even the country, like most cities. And it's like, okay, we're, we're done. Um, but there was this one guy who's actually a, you know, who used to be a living human being. Yeah. This is this is not made up. It's not fiction. Um, called Simon Foreman, um, who actually was an astrologer and a quack doctor because he never actually practiced uh, medicine studied medicine but he would give people medical advice and fortunes by telling them you know uh, the signs amongst the stars and stuff like that mm. and he wrote several case books and this game is um you know loosely inspired by what was in those case books and um you know the, the game features you know, real-world characters, um, well, not characters, people, <laughs> um, and, you know, historical figures, and it's just, it's so good. It, it's so yeah. funny. It, um, it's just, because it, 
you you wouldn't think this is real, but it is, and that's what makes it, that's that's the base of its humor. You wouldn't think, oh, someone's got a cough or or hemorrhoids or something, and you're telling them to like go take a corpse, you know, the hand of a corpse and rub it on their throat or something like that. And it's like the, these were actual like medical medical quote yeah quote unquote medical like. Um, Remedies. Re- remedies that he would assign to people and it's got this like 2D pop-up book aesthetic because their previous game called uh, Tengami which is a really fun game you know check that out as well which was set in like ancient Edo era Japan or something little pop-up adventure book um, had more mechanics than this but it's got a nice that nice 2D aesthetic pop-up book kind of thing and it's very simple in it starts with okay you're gonna see a patient it has this nice little like choir singing this you know comedic oh. ditty I've, yeah, which, I've seen the clip yeah, of it. yeah it's so like basically magical like yeah it's like yeah. a full-on like 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 25 person choir is singing the yeah the lines that tell you the story of the new case exactly and it, it, it's really good and it's like it immediately draws draws you into that um like time period and that the humor and the, yeah it's just like okay I, I i saw that well heard it and it was like okay i'm all in on this game immediately yeah. um played it like 90 percent of it like all through in one day and yeah it's um you're basically it, it's it's part puzzly by you're, you're having to read what the clients want what what kind of you know, listen to their symptoms and think, okay, the, the, I'm going to... Even though it's given you so many different astrological signs, it's like, okay, this sign means I should think that, oh, they've been bewitched by some kind of witch, or, oh, no, this is just a common cult, or something like that. So mm. it's it's a bit of common sense in, like, what should I, um, you know, uh, prescribe them. But sometimes it is just funny, like, I once told this guy he's, like, he was pregnant, <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's not possible. And it's like, it's just nice seeing that. Um, because I just like, you know, what? I could just give him the right thing, or I could just tell him, no, no, mate, you're pregnant, and see if he falls for it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the game, the game does, you know, it does a good thing in channeling you down the right direction, and it does take to know some like historical background. So, like my key stage one history was coming back to me. It's like, oh yeah. yeah. King James succeeded Elizabeth the first. Who thought? But um, so yeah. So, that, and they do. If you don't know that historical context, the the dialogue does give you clues as to. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I would have been completely lost on some of them. But um, yeah, it's it's really charming. It's really funny. It's it's one of those where it's like it doesn't require much of you. Um, it has a it's like light puzzle elements and like what to diagnose and because at the end of the day you are looking for eight letters of recommendation to um, send to like the guild of physicians so that they grant you a medical license so you can practice medicine for real so you Mm. are trying to do the right thing you aren't just trying to mess people by telling men they're pregnant all the time but um, yeah it's good pick it up I think it's like four pounds on iOS ten pounds on PC 
So okay. is, it, is, it, is it kind of, does it, you say it's kind of like this, um, it's got a little bit of a historic kind of element to it, mm. or, you know. So is it kind of, does it follow sort of like the idea of like the four humours, you know, like uh, uh, like black bile, phlegm, blood. Yes. Yeah, uh, it does, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> All that crazy stuff. It, yeah, it, I, th- I think, you, I, I know a deal, you definitely dig it. Ben, I think you like it as well, because <laughs> it's. I think it's Adil's kind of humour. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's definitely worth it. It's just it's just charming and ridiculous. It's ridiculous mainly because oh gosh, yeah, times were like this when people would mm-hmm. yeah, not yeah, exactly. say oh yeah, rub a dead frog all over you. Sorry, yeah. what was that? So, and actually, not that long ago. Mm. No, hundreds of years rather than mm. thousands. Thousands, um, yeah. Yeah, years ago. Uh, I was having a quick look. Um, it's not on Google Play currently. <gasps> I think it's when you type in on when PC. you type in Astrolocaster, yeah, you get a lot of astrology apps. Astrologaster? No, Astrola. No, Astrolocaster. Is that what you oh. said? Astrolocaster. No, gas- I, It's oh. Gaster with a G. Oh, oh, I misheard. Mm. Then okay, let's try that one. Astrologaster. Astrologaster is not a word, so. <laughs> As far as I know, but yeah. Um, well, I thought ca- yeah, it's very, kind of Astrologaster kind of sounded right, say, didn't yeah. it? Of the, you know, but Cast even though even Astrologaster, no. Yeah. Oh, the third app down is, is a Weatherspoons app. <laughs> <laughs> Go there for all your astrology. Fuck knows? Fuck knows? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. All the fucking yellow bile in yeah. there. I mean, I'll I'll keep an eye out for when it drops on Google Play because it is. Mm. I mean, it's not essential to the experience, but that nice pop-up thing, just swiping your finger over like you turn yeah. the page, is, yeah, is very nice and satisfying. But yeah, it'd work easily as well on PC. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Go out and play it. I should. Well, yeah, I should. I should probably wait <laughs> until it's available on Google yeah. Play, perhaps. Um, Definitely. So funny. nice. Yes. Mm. Um, I know you mentioned Gato Robota. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna it, skip is, it is one of the two games yeah, no, that I wanted to, yeah, to talk, talk about. Yeah, talk about the other one. We'll talk about that next week. I don't think we've got any time to talk about any of the games. No! <laughs> I went but too I long. I know, unfortunately. Just tell us what the other one was, because I'm curious. So, um, mm. the other game was Observation. Oh yeah, I don't want to hear about that, though. <laughs> I want to play it. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. It's, it's <laughs> been a good stretch of like games I want to play. <laughs> I only so, want to hear about the cat game. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even realize until I'd finished Observation that it was a devolved to the digital published game. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And that both of the games I want to talk about this week were devolver digital based games, like. The only conference I'm going to be tuning into during E3 over the next few days. Look um, at this fanboy over here. Mate, I mean, neither of those games were even mentioned you in the last fucking E3 conference. You watch the Stadia thing like, and you won't even watch mate, about I Luigi's very, Mansion I very swiftly scrubbed through <laughs> this Stadia thing. The fact like, that you'd even tune anyway. in. The fact that you'd even tune in and just disregard... Xbox, just because you're a PlayStation <laughs> oh, no. fanboy. Oh no, mate. There's, mate, there's going to be a video. <laughs> there's going to be a video going up at some point tomorrow on the Out of Lies Facebook page, which is my five wants of E3, 
and one of them is to know. For Sony to turn up. No. Yes, Sony to turn up is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, not to turn up, but just for them to have some kind of like, hey, everyone's Presence. been here. This is yeah. here's the Last of Us date. Fuck you, and then just run away again. Um, this but fanboy over one here. of the things I want is to know what Ninja Theory are doing. I want to know. I want. I You're want, never gonna I, play I, it. I want, no, but I am. I am. See, I love Ninja Theory enough. That you're that gonna buy be... all the Xbox. You're gonna buy original Xbox. You're gonna buy three sixty. You're gonna that buy. Doesn't have a hard drive. One, the yeah. one that has the biggest the hard R2 drive. The R two D two. The one that's the one that Gears streams from a Google Stadia browser window. <laughs> it won't be no no Microsoft. The one that their... is just a giant server delivered directly <laughs> to my house to sit in there and no. everyone else play from. Microsoft are going to have something better than Google Stadia, but the oh, caveat no is that you have to play in Edge. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well done. You can play your I... games anywhere as long as you download the Edge app Isn't, isn't Flash Player dead? <laughs> isn't that being, yeah. being... Flash Player is being phased out, or... Oh, is it? Oh, Flash has been... Mm. What, who, something's dead. being phased quick out. Time. Is it not quick time? Well, oh, fuck knows what is being phased out. Something's being phased out, you're never going to be able to play it again. Java. Um... But I hope it's not, not Edge, because that's how edge I get is, my Microsoft edge is around. points. Edge is going to be here for years. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take over the world. Annoying everybody. That's the only yeah. way you're going to play Ninja... If you, that was the only way to play Ninja Theory's new game, via Edge, <laughs> would you play it? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> is it suddenly going to cause my computer... To crash because it's using ninety eight percent of the available memory yep, yep. to be able to actually play. Yep. Mm, probably anyway. won't play it. You'll have to download the Edge app on your PlayStation. Before. Oh god! <laughs> uh, That's what they what? mean by upcoming platform openness: is that they'll mm. just put Edge on everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've you know got fourteen <laughs> new games no one's ever seen, and they're all available they're... right now on Edge. Everyone you... instantly pukes. The thing is, is that just... people don't realise that like seven of those games are like the Gears Funko Pop. Oh, it's the same games versions. they've shown. Oh, completely. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. definitely. So I, I, can't those, till, I, I can't wait till I can't wait till the Edge three sixty. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Edge one, edge two, edge X. The edge of the circle. Oh, edge X, mate. Oof. That's the one where you don't need a UK porn pass or whatever the fuck <laughs> is being legislated. <laughs> I hope they call the next years. Xbox triple Xbox. <laughs> I really hope they do. Yeah. It's like, yeah. All your gaming needs. You know what I do like about Xbox? Um, I, I don't know if, like... I think I just noticed it's like just watching YouTube on Switch, but... Mm. It's like you have to close. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Like you have to close like the app before going into a new one. Like, do you have, you have to do that on PlayStation? Do you have to like if you want to go from Netflix to like YouTube, you have to close the YouTube app? No, no, it'll. Oh, no, you don't. It'll just oh, tell you it's gonna blow. No, up but it does one. close it. It yeah. does close it. Yes. Yeah, that's what I love about Xbox. It like it keeps. YouTube open that instance open so you can nice. like just okay. switch between nice. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's why I just love my Xbox as like a media player. Mm. It's, like, so, it's just like, so easy. So, yeah, PlayStation does it in the way that mm. um, it will suspend a game and then you can go into um, a Netflix. Video. 
really so you have could, to suspend could, the game as well. No, you, no, you don't. No, no, no. You don't. You don't have to. It will do it automatically. No, but Xbox, so, you can just switch and nothing. Yeah, so you can. You can. No, you that's can, what he means by suspending. Yeah, suspend in part. the sense that it will stop uh, where it is, and then you can just instantly switch back to the game. So you can switch between oh, the game okay, and say yeah. Netflix, yeah. Okay, yeah. or a game and your um, your library of images and videos that you've taken. Or you, but know, you can't other, do that between media. Apps. But you can't. Yeah. Yes, you can't do that between Netflix yeah. and YouTube or iPlayer. Yeah, that's um, what I think. That's that what. Are, yeah kind of contained within that um, like app sort of sphere yeah. I suppose yeah I, I really like that about Xbox so that's probably because like they had like half the GPU assigned to like connect <laughs> and like TV apps so that's, that's doing probably why. nothing now <laughs> yeah. 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 that's probably why but yeah I, I'd, I'd love that in the new I, I don't know why I'm talking about this but yeah I'd like that in the new console and I'd be upset <laughs> if it wasn't there You'll and see I want the HDMI Saturday. in out. I'd, uh, Sunday, whatever. maybe. Well, it's, it's Sunday, yeah. Yeah. I, I think people get hyped up for Xbox conferences. It's just like, yeah. Mate, <laughs> people know? get hyped up for yeah. fucking everything. True. It's just like, yeah, they're just doing their thing. I, I'm just more, more interested about the services. Because they're never going to have any... Well, not any, but... More than one. <laughs> like... Or two, like exclusive franchises that I care about, and that's fine. No, I, yeah, I like completely, yeah, completely, and that's 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 more than fine. But Xbox mm. kind of have the um, Xbox have the platform this year to sort of do what they want. Yeah, and I don't think you it's going to blow anybody's thoughts off though. It's like why why talk about it? Why get people like oh they're going to show the box? It's like why do they do that when nobody can pre-order it now? <laughs> you know, when they're still getting parts. Exactly. Nvidia. They, they're and do they don't that know what the form year. factor will be because they've got no idea what yeah. the size of those parts will be. They don't know what they can fit in um, yeah. to to certain size sort of boxes yeah. and things like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, and people it, are like this it, is their biggest X, their, their biggest E3 ever. It's like no, it's not. It's because Sony's not there. They don't have to do crap all. No, they, they don't. Literally they don't have just to do anything, which is why it's really yeah. interesting. And it'd be yeah. like just Phil walks on and goes, oh, games. And just a trailer plays <laughs> yeah. behind him, and he doesn't have to I'd do anything. Just, they show just drops to the floor, just drives about for five minutes, like always oh, having some kind of some having some kind of fit. Okay, sure. All right, well we you know we'll get no, some medical gonna staff the out there and we'll play some more trailers of games. That's gonna that's gonna be the Devolver conference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it is. Because didn't she like her head explode or something? I want to. No, oh, didn't yeah. in the last one she got decapitated or she got dis- uh, disemboweled or yeah, or something, like something yeah. to that. Man. Yeah, and then then the the final um, sort of video they played was her on an operating table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I assume with the Devolver <laughs> conference it's just going to be from robot coming out. Nice. Um, hopefully, oh, yeah, they got robot. that metal wolf thing. Don't yes, they? they have got yes, yeah. yes, which didn't which hasn't yeah. come out yet. No. I'm only interested in Battletoads. What the hell is that going to be in 2019? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Gears 5? Get out of here. Get out of here. I don't need to see Gears 5. I want to see this Battletoads. I hope I it's just it like a remaster. I'd love it if it was like a gritty remaster. I'd love it if it was like a super gritty remaster. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like yeah. gritty, like Double Dragon. It's, kind of yeah, it's, it's all just browns and greens. Dark greens. Yeah. I really want a Ninja Turtle game from Rocksteady. That'd be really good. A gritty Ninja Turtles game. Rocksteady aren't there. Yeah, they're not. But um, 
that's what I want. And that's from their them. secret. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck I don't Batman, know what completely. Yeah, 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 I think they Batman's need to do, they fine. Need to do, they need to do something else. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Gritty yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I'd be very, very happy with that. I see there's the, um, it's been floating about for a week or so, the, um, the remaster of the Ghostbusters oh, yeah. game coming that's out. That's coming out, yeah. Um, and that's and that's fine, but actually, just to have like uber violent I'd new Ghostbusters game, mm. yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. Yeah, like super not... brutal, mm. like with things exploding Everyone everywhere and, thinks and really, Ghostbusters. really fucking scary ghosts. Like, you know, it doesn't doesn't quite jive with the aesthetic of the films. Um, <laughs> films okay. were dark-ish. Well, they, I, guess I mean, they were like dark-ish. Young, right? yeah, yeah, completely. And you've got that. Especially when suddenly they realise when Sigourney um, Weaver turns into a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even the music in that sort of scene is quite sort of dark in the way that it sort of like flows through yeah. the city, and it's not kind the of gatekeeper. like all kind of happy ghosts floating around. It's actually shit, scary things that are, that they're scaring lots and lots of people. It does have its dark moments, but I want a Ghostbusters game that's you know you've got you've got the power to deal with these things, but. It's it's shit scary. It's like um, Outlast or Soma or something like that, but with kind of with with the ability to deal with things, and you have to kind of overcome that uh, that initial fear, that initial jump to actually get out what you've got. And maybe it's a bit cumbersome, and you've got kind of like to you know control it in a certain way and stuff like you're that. You're just I, I, describing one game uh, that's already out there. Ooh, ooh, Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's the best ghost game. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking forward to that. I'll really buy a Wii U to tomorrow. The Wii U's dead. We do not speak <laughs> of the Wii U. <laughs> I dare you. Do not speak <laughs> ill of the dead. <laughs> oh. I'm looking forward Good. to the Luigi's Mansion 3. Listen mm. to Out of Rupees to find out more. <laughs> yeah, it's probably coming, right? Yeah, probably this year. They said this year. Mm. That's probably the my. Well, I, mm, I am looking forward to Mario Maker. Mm. Nintendo have got a good year. Yes. I mean, yes. the best game of all time came out: Box Boy and Box Girl, <laughs> yeah. and they had DLC for Captain Toad. Best we year. say it's we say it's an easy year for Microsoft, but actually. And Nintendo have already shown what the new Pokemon game is going to be, so you can imagine mm. whatever they're going to be doing for E3. They've got Gears 5, of... and I'm really looking forward to that. Mm. I mean, Sony have Medieval and Death Stranding. Yeah. Last which looks very interesting. Next year, That's, probably. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima next year. Yeah. Was it Death Stranding you spoke about last week? Yeah. Yeah, I won't bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, the cinematography for that looks cool. I like the vibe. I like that sinister mm. vibe. But the gameplay. <laughs> strand game. I hope, mate, I hope it? it's good. I hope it's New good. New genre, strand game. Yeah, because mm. I'm glad that's coming first because out of all the games that I want to play on, I, I want to play on PS5. It is The Last of Us and Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah. Death Stranding, even though my PlayStation will sound like a rocket. I'd rather play because I'm less interested in that than the other two. So, but yeah, that looks bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. 
It does. So, shall we Some finish there? Some porter bridges. Uh, ladders. Die hard. Stuff. <laughs> things. Yeah. Mad smoking and then appearing out of Yeah. If he edited liquids. that trailer himself, then he should just be a filmmaker. He should just give up <laughs> this game nonsense and be a filmmaker. Because I, I like the music as well for that trailer. Yeah, I really like. I probably have to well. get that. I'd have to see what because I'm sure he put what the name of the track on it. He did, yes, trailer. yes. Almost say. as it kicks in, he puts the name of the track in yeah. the band and even the uh, the publisher, like where you where it's available from, which is. Um, oh, I'll check that out then because yeah. that's a cool track. It definitely was, and it fits. Even though I saw a lot of people saying like, "Oh, the music's the worst part of it." Actually, I thought it was really good. People thought the music was yeah. sad. Yeah, really? yeah. Mm. The music was great. I don't know if it would be great to listen to on its own, but it fits well with the uh, the vibe. Yeah, definitely. Fits maybe well with the trailer. The Let's see how it maybe fits. You know, maybe it's built <laughs> the for nine the trailer, trailer. and used at least for the trailer, but won't feature in the, in the game itself. Who knows? With oh, I Kojima. hope it's in the game. I hope it's in the game. Like the I mean, last, it's, it's, the boss level as you're climbing up a ten-story ladder up to the boss. <laughs> Like, up, you know up, that up, ladder's up, gonna. Up, up, you know up, before up, the end, the last bro- boss, that ladder's gonna be like, oh, I have a upgrade for my ladder, and it's like twenty million stories high <laughs> yeah. to the moon. Or it's now made of titanium, and I just hit him with it <laughs> instead, like fully extend my ladder and just smash him in the head with a giant ladder, whilst I'm still five hundred meters away from him. Done. Yeah, that's fine. So, for another week we've been tanked up by. No. (laughs) Let's actually talk about our beers and finish there for this week. Lucy! Mm. You had two beers. Which did you did. I liked the uh, Verdant. It was different. Um, Mm. Not used to beers from them, which are more malt-forward. But yeah, it was nice. It definitely had that Verdant DNA. Yeah. But definitely the collaboration between uh, Wylam and yeasty boys the y x no the w x y why did they put forward to the power of four there i don't know because they've never done a collaboration before have they not that in my memory so maybe if it was the fourth one fourth um i think wylam have done collaborations but it's i don't think i've ever seen i don't think i've seen many collaborations i don't think i've seen any collaborations with yeasty boys Mm. Yeah, but if anyone's searching for it, it's just WX4, WXY4, mm. the Shipper, the Southern Hemisphere IPA. Yeah, that was... Um, coined. It, mm, coined by the fantastic punsman. Um, yeah, it was, it was really like... It was really... It was like a very well-balanced beer. It was like fruity at the start, nice and bitter and resinous and piney at the end. You know... You think it's going to be quite thick and pulpy, mm. but you know, easy drinking, perfect on a summer's day. Doesn't taste like seven percent. That that's my favourite for this week. Yeah, nice. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, Adol, about halfway through, you went and grabbed yourself a soda stream. I did, yes. <laughs> Which was better, soda stream or coffee? Oh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to say today the soda stream. It's reliable. It's it was the right amount of bubbles. Uh, mm. I've had better coffees. I'm not sure I've had better soda streams. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Good. Good. Uh, I I should have poured it into a uh, measuring cup though. 
<laughs> that's the only the way. only issue you had with the whole <laughs> the whole drinking experience. I actually have a measuring jug right over there, so it's not in frame, but it's here in spirit. Full of water. Nice. I, uh, yeah, I've got one on the other side of this wall. So yes. In the kitchen? They're all exactly in the kitchen. Yeah. They're always they're always around. They're always. I mean, I've got one in this place. room, but that's because this is I'm literally at the kitchen table. <laughs> they're in our hearts. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Um, for the two beers I had, um, which was the last time mm. a giant, uh, whatever it was called, new best friend. It's and a tough the, one for you, and not a good way. <laughs> yeah, the North Brewing and other half the mm. bugger. I am going to go with the left-handed giant. Okay. Because I would, it's 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 not the best example of an IPA, but it is a beer that I would have drank again. Gotcha. Um, and I think it was a beer that I would have drank quite happily after this one as well. You know, not just sort of like, oh, okay, I've seen this beer, yeah, I've had this before, fine, I'll I'll have this. I think it's maybe it was um, it was nice enough. Even though it was kind of a little bit um, lacking for a left-handed giant beer and a little bit sort of mediocre, that it was it was good enough that I'd be like, okay, I could have another one of these straight away. The 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 north and the other half, it grew on me a little bit, but it didn't hit the heights that I was kind of expecting it to. It didn't quite give me, um, you know, a big sort of uh, fruitiness. Didn't give me a big alcoholic kind of hit that a double IPA kind of mm. uh, that I wanted from a double IPA. It was it was slightly more lacking in the essence of being a double IPA than the the left-handed giant was in being an IPA. Yeah, um, makes sense. So the the two beers I've had and the two styles that they have suggested um, were both not quite what I would think they not think that they should be but but have a, a slight expectation of and it's fine, That's fine. I, I, you know i love having beers which don't meet expectations which are different and do something else but yeah. neither of these did anything else mm -hmm. they were just yeah. very just just very sort of watered down mediocre versions of yeah. the style that they were suggesting they were the left-handed giant was a slightly less watered-down, mediocre version of the style it was than the double IPA. Um, yeah, that's that's. It's always a fine line. It's like, oh, you're doing something completely different to what's said on the tin, and I like this. But then when you mm. don't like it, it's like, well, why didn't you just do what's said on the tin? Exactly, yeah? <laughs> exactly. When it's kind of when it's when it's not quite up to par, and when it's. Um, it, it doesn't meet the, 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 the not just the standards but at least the kind of what you're sort of thinking of from a style mm, at yeah. least as a minimum it, it yeah. kind of it just very quickly falls by the wayside and is you know I'm going to forget the, the double IPA north, north and other half beer tomorrow I, I guaranteed yeah. I'm never going to think about it again um, I would imagine if I went into a pub and I saw the new best friend, I would think, okay, I've had that. I know mm. that it's good. If I have a beer now that it maybe, again, isn't great, I'm going to come back to this left-handed jug because I know what I'm getting from it. And, uh, and that was enjoyable enough that I would pick it again. Um, luckily, Lucy, you and I don't have that problem this coming weekend. Because we are going to be at the Bristol Craft Beer Festival. 
Where there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of beers. And we're going to have every single one of them. Fucking hell. <laughs> I hope that's not like a promise. Oh no. I definitely won't be able to keep up. Because, um. Oh no. I'd go in an ambulance if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a customary 15. Yeah, and these aren't 15, 15 pints anymore. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, these are like 15, like what? 100 mils. No, it's more than that they give you nowadays. Give you about a third. About they? a third, yeah. 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 So yeah, about like, five pints. About 150, something like that they give you. Yeah. Yeah. We can have about five pints. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad I, I'm out of town. Again. Yeah, I'm sad too. But you're coming to Birmingham. Like, oh, yeah, I need yeah. to buy a ticket for that. No, we just bought them. Oh, we just bought them. Ticket? What ticket? <laughs> Do you mean a train ticket? I, I know you, you, you don't need any tickets. Oh no, it was tokens bought, last time, wasn't it? You just turn up oh, and buy yeah, tokens. Yeah, but, yeah. but I'll buy some tokens and oh, yeah. give you your allowance for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Don't worry well, I'm officially it. unemployed and no longer a student, so the best I'll way take to an be. allowance. <laughs> mm. Nice, nice. So, that is us for this week. If you want to get hold of Adol, you can do so in almost one way everywhere. Adol, what is that? Uh, carry a Good. <laughs> Lucy. It might it make it across one. the Atlantic. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> what is it really, Adam? Uh, the Omniarch. T-O-T-O-M-N-I-A-R-C-H. Good. Lucy, if people want to get yes. hold of you and talk to you about beer and games, how do they do so? Juicy Loose everywhere. Untapped, Xbox, Steam, PlayStation, the web, wherever. She's Can even managed web. to hack the Switch <laughs> such that if you put Juicy Loose, it somehow knows her code. Yeah. That's it. The World yeah. Wide Web. We'll, we'll get we'll get Nintendo to change your friend code in a way that it is sort of a J and a U and then an I and, and, and see what they can actually do. Well, we're not allowed that. to play on, with our friends on Nintendo yeah, anyway. They won't know? do that. They won't do that. They Which don't is, give, they I don't can't give play with a deal in Mario Maker, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> play with strangers. Yeah. Boom. Make new friends. You know, meet paedophiles on the internet who draw <laughs> phallic images <laughs> in their Mario Maker levels. But don't play friends, because Nintendo are safety first. Exactly, exactly. Safety first. Instantly yeah, make, into Splatoon sure 2 and see just hay cocksuckers. Well. <laughs> How about you, Ben? How do we get a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> I am at Nova underscore 47. Almost everywhere. If you'd like to talk to us all, uh, we are at tanktap underscore cast on Twitter. Tanktapcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Or tanked up cast on Instagram. I would imagine whilst we're at the Bristol Craft Beer Festival, we're going to be um, doing one of those things. Gramming oh. up a storm. Who I'll check into on tapped, um, and Ben yeah. will be on the grams. I've like, got well, to work out. Link the gram to, do... to your Twitter. Yes, well, the gram is it's linked. It is linked to Twitter, but I've got to work out. You can do on then to how we could now. do little instant videos, like fifteen seconds of Lucy being like, "I've got this beer, I think this," and then please do doing not that. record my right. shame on social media. Um, <laughs> after the no, I mean, first three beers, that's fine. After mate, that, you're never going to see me. I'm going to be like this the whole whole. Weekend. <laughs> I mean, just do you'll, it as you'll Instagram have two points in your hands. <laughs> do it as Instagram stories. That way, if you guys embarrass yourselves, they disappear after a day. Yeah, but people can screenshot that, like Snapchat. Yeah, but... It is but, true. But you'd have to assume that we're adept enough to even find out how yeah, to do this that. This is what That's I'm thinking. True. Like, how do I do that? <laughs> and yes, I need to work out how Whilst we're under I the influence 
whilst we're inebriated, do you think? I mean, if it's more than like two buttons worth, I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm hoping because then I can watch the, the tomfoolery that results in these attempts, is basically what I Watch I'm the chaos for. unfold. Yes, exactly. When you click on Tanked Up on Instagram and there's 500 Instagram stories mm. because I've mistakenly pressed it and then stopped it. <laughs> Because I haven't realised that. They mistakenly pressed it and stopped it again because we're not quite ready. And then we've done one video of Lucy being like, yeah, this beer's fine. Yeah, and then I've turned the camera like, yeah, this beer's fine. Yeah. And then it's another one of a start-stop. Although, to, to be fair, if you do a story for every beer you have and it's just you guys saying it's fine, I'd be very tickled. <laughs> That'd be fine. Just, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Mm. Sorry. That's going to be the saying of the weekend. So, you know how like to get hold of us. Wait, is it you fine? Know. But if you both say it, doesn't that mean it's. This podcast double is. Double fine. fine. Oh! Nice. They publish whatever the fuck they want. The yeah. pun master strike. Slash yeah. us. We make a game, they'll publish it. It's fine. Double fine. Not, not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Play Headlander. Come, yes, play Headlander. Definitely. Come That's to Bristol Crap Festival. If you can, we're going to be there during the day on Saturday. Drinking up a storm. Come and join us if you can. And for another week, at least until Saturday, we've been tanked up. Bye-bye. Bye. Ciao. I've missed the chow. Mr. Chow's my friend. He has two kids. <laughs> <laughs>